This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, some agencies are restoring collective bargaining rights to their employees faster than others. The Army has a plan to control the top of the globe. And HUD's newest leader plans to provide more insight to employees on pandemic response. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Some agencies are moving faster than others to roll back the Trump administration's 2018 executive orders. The National Treasury Employees Union says the Patent and Trademark Office restored official time and reversed other policies that complied with the Trump orders. The Environmental Protection Agency will meet with the union later this month and is reviewing NTEU's request to revisit the old contract. NTEU says it has not heard from the Department of Health and Human Services at all. It wrote to acting HHS leadership twice since President Biden repealed the previous administration's workforce policies. Congress is making a push to boost collective bargaining rights for VA healthcare professionals. House VA Committee Chairman Mark Takano and Ohio Senator Sherrod Brown are reintroducing the Veterans Affairs Employees Fairness Act. They say the bill would equalize bargaining rights for VA healthcare workers with the rights that most other federal employees already have. The American Federation of Government Employees has endorsed the legislation. A bipartisan group of senators want to keep better tabs on the growing list of IT projects at Veterans Affairs. Senate VA Committee Chairman John Tester and Ranking Member Jerry Moran introduced the VA IT Reform Act. The bill requires VA to list all IT projects of a certain size and report on their anticipated scope, schedule, and cost. It also calls on VA to rank and prioritize unfunded IT projects. Senators say the bill would help them better understand VA's IT priorities. House and Senate Democrats call for a $12 billion increase in foreign affairs spending. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more on that. We have fewer American diplomats abroad than we have members of U.S. military bands. Senator Chris Van Hollen says that captures the disparity between defense and diplomatic spending. He joins Senator Chris Murphy and Congressman Dave Cicilline in Ami Berra in proposing a $12 billion increase in the international affairs budget for 2022. Part of the funding would help the State Department bring on 1,200 new Foreign Service officers. Jory Heckman. Federal News Network. The Navy and Marine Corps are taking steps to make drones a more integral part of the services. The branch has released a new unmanned campaign framework for ramping up the use of drones in missions. The framework focuses on building a digital infrastructure that incorporates and adopts drone capabilities. It states that the services need to advance manned and unmanned teams within operations and incentivize rapid development and test cycles for the products. The Army issues a new strategy for straightening up the nation's flagpole in the Arctic. Federal News Network's Tom Temin has more. It's called Regaining Arctic Dominance, and it refreshes the U.S. response to widening activity up there by rival nations. Army Chief of Staff General James McConville says it also supports the DOD general strategy put forth in 2019. The strategy calls for a two-star operational headquarters and troops with cold-weather expertise and special training for mountains and high altitudes. It promises to improve the quality of life for soldiers, family members, and civilian Army employees stationed in the Arctic. I'm Tom Temin. The telework platform that most of the Defense Department has relied on during the pandemic is going away in June, and Navy officials are reminding their workforce that they can't simply just switch to another one when that happens. 
DOD's initial implementation of Microsoft Teams was certified to transport and store sensitive but unclassified data, but that sort of data is not allowed on personal devices or commercial cloud platforms that have not gotten DOD's blessing. The Navy plans to support Teams over the long run via a new implementation of Microsoft 365, but has not yet announced how that transition will work. The Coast Guard is joining other military services in addressing extremism in their ranks. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us how. The Coast Guard is drawing a line in the sand to ensure its members know the difference between political thought and extremist ideology. Rear Admiral Andrew Sujimoto, the Coast Guard's Chief of Intelligence, says the service is conducting training so Coasties know where that line is and what it means to take it too far. The Coast Guard's effort is one of several going on across government. DOD told commanding officers and supervisors in early February to select a date in the next 60 days to conduct a one-day stand-down to discuss extremism. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Homeland Security Department brings on a former employee to serve as its Chief Privacy and Freedom of Information Act officer. DHS picks Lynn Parker Dupree, who served as Deputy Associate Counsel for Presidential Personnel during the Obama administration after holding several special assistant jobs at DHS. Dupree also held several jobs on the Privacy and Civil Liberties Oversight Board. Two members of the Cybersecurity Maturity Model Certification Advisory Board are resigning after 15 months. The CMMCAB announced Nicole Dean and Ben Chubinay, chairman of the training committee, are voluntarily stepping back from their board roles to focus on their full-time careers. Both Dean and Chubinay will stay with the board until their successors are trained. In the meantime, the CMMCAB plans to hire professional staff members to provide support and let other AB members work in a more traditional advisory role. The new Housing and Urban Development Secretary promises more communication and safety protocols for employees. More from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. HUD Secretary Marsha Fudge says she'll communicate more with employees on how the department is managing the pandemic, both inside and outside the agency. She's also looking for more input from employees. I am eager to hear your thoughts on how we can improve the department, restore sound management, and rebuild trust. Your ideas and suggestions will always be carefully considered as we drive forward our vital work to increase equitable access to housing for millions of families. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. Military members will need to go through an extra step to log into DOD's online payroll system starting next month. The Defense Finance and Accounting Service started testing two-factor authentication on its MyPay system last fall. DFAS says it will become mandatory sometime in April. Besides their usual login credentials, users will be asked to enter a one-time passcode that will be sent to them either by text message or email. Seven airmen just made history by becoming pilots in only seven months. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni explains. The Air Force graduated its first accelerated path to wing students, giving young pilots an opportunity to get in the cockpit faster. The students completed an undergraduate curriculum utilizing the T-1 Jayhawk frame. Traditionally, pilots go through a year-long program instead of seven months. The new program may help the Air Force with its pilot shortage issues. At last count, the service was down about 2,000 pilots. It's been trying to increase the training pipeline and even resorted to opening positions to retired pilots to solve the issue. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. And the State Department would lead an international conversation on 5G under a bill led by the top Republican on the House Foreign Affairs Committee. The Promoting U.S. International Leadership in 5G Act would require the department to develop a diplomatic strategy to increase engagement on 5G with allies and international standards organizations. The bill's sponsor, Congressman Michael McCall, says the bill would also counter cybersecurity risks from China. The bill passed the House in the last session of Congress. 
You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. And stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.